Welcome to season two of Intrepid Assholes. We're back! Woohoo! So in true asshole fashion, we're going to take our hand at exploring the depths of madness of H.P. Lovecraft's World of Cthulhu. Yeah. And we're going to screw it up the entire time. Hell yeah! If you're expecting something horrific and serious, well, you came to the wrong place, didn't you? <laughs> did, did you? Did you? Not watch, that listen to Experience Season 1? I know, right? you know who we are? Yeah. You had a chance. <laughs> now, if, if any of you are familiar with the pulp classic radio shows of the 1920s and the 1930s, this is going to be a lot more in line with that, only we're going to put our traditional intrepid mix on it. So I hope you enjoy season two, and without further ado, we're going to go around the table and introduce the cast members. Oh, well, I guess I'm up first. Uh, it's me, Brennan. Um, for this for season two, I'm going to be playing the astoundingly smart uh, Doctor Michael Azeroth. Yes. <laughs> Doctor, oh. you ain't no doctor I've ever seen him. Hey, hey. I'm so glad I didn't Whatever, know that. His introduction. His introduction. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Um. He's. Uh, I guess a little bit about him. He's generally a. Uh, I guess you could call him a skeptic of the supernatural. Uh. Should I just give a general background? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I don't know. He grew up in. Uh, you know, 1920s, obviously early. Well, 1910s, I guess. Um, on a farm, his parents, you know, bought and raised and owned land for a couple generations. Uh, but he sought to be the first one in his family to actually make it past his town, uh, his town limits and um, expand his knowledge and medicinal ways to help people wherever he could. Um, and, yeah, he's the first one in his family to really go to college at this point and live in the big city. So he's, you know, doing his thing. Cool. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Very good. Jordan. All right. I'm Jordan. Y'all probably remember me as Fjordchar from season one, or just the co-host of F Your Favorite Character in general. Hmm. This season, I will be playing a man named Duke Knuckles. He is a 40-year-old, mid, mid-40s, you know, a little bit older. He might lie about his age. He's grand a little bit, not necessarily proud of it. But he's a bouncer from Philadelphia, and he used to be the best henchman there ever was. He henched for all the gangs, and he was always number one. But, you know, it's the 1920s. As a black man, you can only make it so far. The, the ceiling is not just glass, but tempered glass. And you could be the best henchman. You could be number one. Your record could be solid, but they'll never make you a gang leader. They'll never let you rise above that. So Duke, he took his time being the best henchman from one gang to the next, and now he done retired a little bit, but never forgot his connections, never forgot the streets. He chose the streets, and the streets chose him. And now, he his relationship with the supernatural, he's seen enough in his line of henching that he knows the, that the supernatural is out there, and he don't Fs with it. Not Duke, not Mr. Knuckles. No, 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 sir. <laughs> Well, how do you follow that? <laughs> you follow it with style, Shannon. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> um, my character, his name is Sidney Posh, and she's actually a diplomat's daughter who was born in London and uh, spent most of her childhood in India because that's where her uh, family was stationed. And so she learned a lot about um, animals and actually uh, hunting. So as much as her mother would love her to be the the perfect diplomatic daughter and with all of the grace and charm in the 1920s um, she decided to branch out and 
owns her own big game hunting business. Under a pseudonym because it is the 1920s and most people don't want to deal with a woman. Uh, but she that is what she does and um, that's my character. <laughs> Alright, so if you are returning, you might remember uh, I'm Andrea. I was playing a dude. I get to play a girl this time. Yay! Yay! I say get to. I chose to. Um, <laughs> but my character's my character's name is Gertie Lane. Gertie. 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 Yes. Her her given name is actually Grania because oh, she is okay. very Irish. Um, I thought it was going to be Gertrude. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. That's what everybody thinks. It's Grania. Anyway, uh, she is 24. She's from Salem, currently living in Arkham, where we are going to have our little story here. And um, she is very deeply into the occult and such. And um, remind me the name of this society that we are a part of, because I always Not forget. So the name of the society... The official name is the Society of Seekers of the Truth. Mm-hmm. But they're also known as the Watchers in the Night. Okay. So, yeah, she is very deeply in with the society. And um, she's she's a little a little crazy because she's, she's seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get more into that. We're going to get more into that as the story progresses. All right, well... Greetings, everyone. I'm Gio. I used to be the Dungeon Master for Season 1, as well as the voices of Drago, Khan, and that goblin that everyone seems to like a lot. Yeah! <laughs> you've, been, you've been demoted. Yeah, as well as Hugh! Huge cock! Yes. <laughs> Huge cock. I know, right? But now I'm going to be playing a character named Morgan. Morgan Butts. Now, Morgan <laughs> is kind of like your standard 1920s private eye. He, li- he sleeps and lives in his office. He's a war vet. And he do he will do anything to get the job done. <laughs> Especially starting fires. Yes. Because up until now, there has never been a situation that a nice fire couldn't solve. There's been no. a multitude of situations, no, by hasn't. the way. Yes, no. there has been. He no. almost lit. He almost <laughs> set a fire inside of a library just for reference. And yeah, and for no better know, reason than to provide a distraction. Yeah, that's and it, it would have worked like a charm. No, it... It's a you, fire inside you, of a library. You can't do that. It was have been in a trash can, and it would have been fine. It, <laughs> do you not know what's so in a many, library, Morgan? There yeah. are so many other ways people, we could have handled that. People <laughs> that will be witness to our events and actions that also, we will perpetrate. Michael, also, Michael, it's his happen. introduction. Just, Michael, it's his introduction. <laughs> yeah, calm down, Professor. My best. Oh, I like oh. this. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this family. If you all couldn't tell, we've been at this for a little while. <laughs> yeah, we have to get into our roles a little bit. So there's a little bit of, uh, well, Morgan doesn't think that the professor over there is an actual professor. Just a guy who says he can doctor. do it. I am an actual doctor. <laughs> I have a license. He's, he's not a professor, you moron. He's <laughs> actually a doctor, a medical doctor. Well, for and who is that? I for practice what? medicine. Who, I don't who said he was? I don't believe it. I can fake a lot of credentials, too. The Massachusetts <laughs> Medical Board? Never heard of them. Oh, dear God. So, my name's John. I will be your game master for this game. And uh, I will be doing the voices of all of the other characters to the best of my ability. But if they mostly sound like me talking, that's because I'm terrible at impressions. <laughs> the one recurring character that I will play is Nathan Andermain. We. Everybody. I'm sorry, Darren Andermain. Darren. My bad. Darren Andermain. <laughs> 
Because um, everyone likes Nathan. No one likes Darren. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone loves Nathan. No one likes Darren. His twin brother's name is Nathan, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, everyone hates my character. No one knows why. He's handsome, charming, well-hung. And he also blows smoke in your face. So no, he blows smoke in your face because you're a tool. <laughs> I am... Uh, I'm just... I'm not going to get into it right now. You're a patsy. I'm not... No, He's I... He's trying to help you toughen up. I'm a doctor. I'm tough enough. Everyone just likes to pick on our Azeroths. And... Yeah. And Domain is just an asshole. He's, he's a charming, lovable asshole. An mm. intrepid one. Yeah. If you oh, will. Oh, oh, she did it. She said, she said the she name said of the, the podcast. She, she did the thing. She, she did the did thing. <laughs> she did the thing. She said the word of the day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you almost killed Azeroth. <laughs> <laughs> Worst time to take a drink, huh? <laughs> Always. Now that we've met our intrepid cast. Yes. Cast hey. holes. Cast oh, I like that. Oh, you should put that on the on the on the description. Our intrepid cast holes. Hashtag cast holes. <laughs> yes, cast holes. I like that. I like that a lot better than our cast. I've yeah. never, cast I've never hashtag anything in my life, but that would be a good first. We can start that as the hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag cast holes. <laughs> so, um, as was mentioned during the introductions, it is the mid nineteen twenties. 1927 to be exact. Oh, we're late So we're pushing up towards what would be the era of the Great Depression. Huzzah. So, but the 20s are still in swing, okay? you If you are a big history buff, once again, you came to the wrong place. <laughs> I'm going to bastardize the crap out of actual history. So I needed to use characters, but I wanted to keep it a little more realistic. So given that, the setting is generally going to be in the... Um, Midwest and the um, East Coast. There is going to be a magic theme, and I think that's about all I wanted to do for that part of the introduction. Keep in mind that we are all Californians. Yes. We have played a game on this before, uh, Sans Jordan's character, Duke Knuckles. I'm fucking new. But uh, (laughs) during that time, the same characters that are involved were a... Oh, D-level team at the Society, brand new, starting out. That's generous. Since then, (laughs) (laughs) since then, they've progressed. It's been four years, and the character storylines are continuing from that. So if we make references to that, uh, just roll with it, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. (laughs) You'll be learning with me. Let's go. Let's get started. Yeah. Oh, I'm There are going to be some some elements of... uh, period-appropriate sexism and racism, but we're going to keep it very toned down, okay? We I don't, don't want anybody to get offended. If you're offended by that, I'm sorry. Stop listening at those parts. Put yeah, your fingers yeah, you in your ears and say la, 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 la. But there yes. won't be any, you know, racial or sexually derogatory terminology used, yes. okay? You can keep that in the privacy of your own cars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But just to be fair, like, people may not get inter- get allowed, come, like, be allowed into a club or a hotel because of their gender or race, okay? If that offends you again, no, no, sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah, read a history book. Yes. Right? right? <laughs> if, 1920s, if, if, not popular for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you were a white male, you were just living the dream. Yeah. yeah. Right? Nah, if history doesn't offend you, you're not doing it right. That's right. <laughs> I mean. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I try. All right. Let's do it. To the 1920s to oh, suffer. Oh, no. 
I'm getting transported back in time. What's this accent I have? <laughs> oh, nobody knows. I know, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing my best to the transatlantic, but I can't make any promises. <laughs> oh, I'm going to love this. <laughs> We're going to have a good time. I'm going to love this. I don't accent. That's okay. <laughs> All right. So session one. Title of the session is Dead Man's Party. Ooh. Oh. I'm sorry. If only we videoed. I know, right? That would have been great. All right. Videos. Tonight marks a grand affair that only happens once every three years. The Watcher's Ball. Watcher's Ball is the one time that nearly all the active groups of the Society of the Seekers of Truth can meet and mingle. Many teams from across the globe have returned to America to enjoy a few days of rest and relaxation. It is a party held in the grand ballroom of the Waldorf Astoria in New York. Mm. Ballroom has a high ceiling and white marble columns rising around the perimeter. There is a promenade 15 feet above the main floor that overlooks the main hall and has alcoves for privacy. Each alcove contains two stuffed chairs covered in red velvet and a small table with a privacy curtain of thick black material. Mm. The main hall is set with dozens of large tables that are covered with white tablecloths and ten chairs around each. A long table full of all sorts of food and delicacies from around the world sits on the, on the east side of the grand ballroom. Tuxedo-clad waiters move amongst the milling guests, refreshing drinks and offering appetizers. The place setting at the tables is immaculate with folded napkins and polished silverware. Mm. Statues watch the guests from the edges of the room with wide eyes of marble. A I'm not a fan of those statues. Mm-hmm. I, I said wide eyes, not dead eyes. <laughs> a string quartet plays music softly from an unseen alcove, and many people dressed in finery are ambling about and making small talk. A stuffy-looking man in a crisp suit announces the guests as they enter the room, pronouncing their names with perfect inflection and only a slight hint of an English accent. Near the front of the room is a table with several older-looking gentlemen wearing top hats and fine suits, talking loudly and laughing over old stories. Most of the patrons are standing together in groups of four to six people, different field teams if you must know, mm. with a few that are in pairs and, and as a couple roving around, and maybe one or two who are off on their own. Enter the main characters. Oh, ain't this fancy. <clears throat> yeah, a little too stuffy for my taste. Excuse me, sir. Yeah? Your invitation? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here, here you go. <clears throat> Is this your birth name, sir? Right. Yeah, it's Morgan. <clears throat> Announcing Sir Morgan Butts <laughs> of the Wisconsin Butts. <laughs> wow! Is there something funny, sir? Do you have an invitation? How many butts we got in yeah, here? Here you go. <laughs> Announcing Dr. Michael Azeroth. Gertie walks in, she's already got a cigarette lit. Your invitation, madam, and a date? Who needs a date? It's 1927. Mm-hmm. More progressive than I'd like, but all right. <sighs> they 
don't pay me to judge. Mm. Invitation. Thank you. Announcing Madam Gertie Lang. Oh, Madam. <laughs> Gracious. Who hired you? Here is my invitation. Announcing <laughs> Madam Sidney Posh. I wave at everybody because they all know who I am. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go walk away. Jordan? Everybody out of my way. I'm coming in. Excuse, Excuse me, my sir. goddamn invitation. Oh, and there must have been some confusion. The uh, the help enters in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've oh. heard it before. Wow, this, this is my goddamn me. invitation. <laughs> my apologies. You better not point me towards the kitchen one more time or else I'll dust you up, sucker. <laughs> Announcing Sir Duke Knuckles. My flask <clears throat> is out. Where's the liquor? The liquor is by the food table. Oh, sir. you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do it. The but food only because I'm. For guests, sir, please help yourself. Yes. I, with my invitation, will stroll on in. Duke struts past him and bumps him on the shoulder. This is why we can't have nice things. Mm hmm. <laughs> with your broke ass. And this is also <laughs> why we get rid of all the unnice things out in the world, too. Yeah. <sighs> Morgan, why do I go anywhere with you? I don't know. Uh, you, you have information I need, and uh, so you guys. You're the only one that tolerates me. Yeah, tolerate is also a strong term. You guys uh, come into the main ballroom. Uh, on your card, it says table seven. All right. Lucky number seven. Oh, yeah. Well, right. Evening, gentlemen. Evening, Gertie. You looking pretty? No, thank you. You really do, Miss Lane. Uh, how's your evening going? Well, we're all seated together. Make of that what you will. Morgan. Professor. Michael. Hey, Gertie. How you doing? Michael. What the fuck? Okay. You, you do know that's his first name, name. You know, not Professor. Yeah, I don't Which, like the way. I don't like the tone she said it though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought we were all friends here, Mr. Butts. <laughs> oh. Your name is Butts. <laughs> I like this guy. Good to meet oh, you, Doctor Duke Knuckles. I've heard a lot about you. I haven't heard about you, but Duke Knuckles. But uh, it's that's messed up. Too. I talk about him often. I don't listen. Don't to listen to what say. he says about you me. You assume he was all good at all. And I presume you're Miss Posh. Yes. Hello. I've heard very minimal about you, but I've heard good things. What I have. She's oh, scary. Yes. Yes. You hear laughing from the front of the hall. I hear laughing from the front of the hall. <laughs> <laughs> Are you narrating your experience? Yes. I like to narrate what I hear, just in case nobody else heard it. You know, it's more subjective than sight. It's in case we all fail our perception check. <laughs> I know, right? Did y'all hear laughing from the front of the hall? I mean, uh, yeah. Who is it? It's the... Heads of the society, they are at their own private table, all dressed to the nines. Refer back to the uh, description, mm -hmm. top hat, tuxedos, all that, right? <laughs> all of them are elderly white men with large walrus mustaches. One even has a freaking monocle. I mean, oh, must I be Mr. Pringles that. himself. 
Oh, Mr. Mr. Peanut. Pringle, I've met him. He's <laughs> very nice. What's the Monopoly man's name? <laughs> the Money Monopoly. Bags? Mr. Moneybags? Mr. Richie Rich Senior. Richie Rich Senior. Anyways, <laughs> continue. So, once again, you guys see various groups milling about. There are some people that catch your eye, and if you'd like, to, oh, there's a man sitting at your table. Uh, you know. Is it is it that yeah. guy? No, mm. it's not Anthony. No. Not. Is it Milburn Pennybags? What? Who? Oh, is he like the broke one? That's is that the Monopoly mil- man's name? Yeah. Pennybags, really? Milburn yeah. Pennybags. Continue. Uh, <laughs> okay. Who is who, it? Who are you? I thought this was a private table. It's a short man, probably about five three. Japanese descent. He has a shaved head, tan complexion. He sits quietly in one of the chairs. Small amount of hors d'oeuvre in front of him. Mostly untouched. A drink, most likely water or some sort of clear beverage. Uh, He wears the traditional robes of a samurai. and A beautifully handcrafted sword that, as some of you know, is rumored to be able to cut through anything. Does this gentleman have a name card in front of him? You can see his invitation sitting next to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, roll a uh, perception check. Not me. Not you. Okay. Fuck that guy. He does not observe it. Yeah, I don't care. He can sit wherever he wants. I need more drink. Mm-hmm. My flask is actually empty. I got it under half if that helps me. Anything. Didn't you just... Sure. Uh, you uh, know his name is Harimoto Yagasi. Or Yase... Yasagi. Yeah. Sorry, I'm terrible. Yasagi? Yes. Yasagi. Okay. Yeah. He is famed as one of the greatest warriors in the world. Hmm. Bet I'll put hands on him. One more time, what was And his you name? will die. <laughs> Harimoto Yasagi. Hmm. Okay. Mr. Yasagi, I've heard so much about you. What brings you here? Oh, Miss Posh. Very well received. I am here for our dinner. I'm just in awe that you're sitting at our table. I prefer to sit amongst people who do what I do and not stand in pomp. I mean, we mainly shamble around, but it's <laughs> nice get, of you. We so get nice the job done, though. Yeah. I mean, I have heard many stories of your exploits. For the record, I ain't never really officially worked with these scrubs. I'm just friends with Morgan from back in the day. <laughs> Is that so? Yeah, I got my own thing going on, but, you know, we have come to a, an agreement. We, we might start a... If, if they ever invent such a thing as a podcast, we'll start one one day. Podcast. I don't know this. It's a fishing it's an, term. It's an idea, you know. I, I figured I'll explain it to you some other time. In my homeland, we also cast for pods of whales, yes. Oh, <laughs> pods of whales. I've heard you do. Which is still legal practice in the toys. Yep. Sounds fun. Mm. Very good. Now I must go freshen my plate. He picks up his small plate and walks around. Is it a buffet? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I'll get some food. What do I got? There's hors d'oeuvres and stuff there. They'll, oh. be bring, they'll be bringing the regular food soon. Oh, okay. I'm going to grab some hors d'oeuvres. Huh. I want to go with them. Okay. I'm going to go behind him. you chatting. <laughs> Not with him. Behind him. I'm going to sit and continue smoking. All right. So as you guys approach the table, you see a man who honestly looks like he walked out of a garbage dump. Ugh. He's slightly smelly. Hmm. He is wearing dirty clothes. He is not Andermain. 
Damn it. I was about to ask that no. too. Uh, damn, how many I times imagine... can you describe Enderman and not be Enderman? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. Roll spot hidden. Get it, and you got it. Okay, so if you're at the buffet, you notice that the uh, apparent vagrant who somehow wandered into the party is also pilfering pieces of silverware from the buffet as he's going down the line putting food and stuffing small sandwiches and things like that into his coat. What about those of us not at the buffet? He just looks like he's picking up stuff from the table's backs to you. Oh, okay. How, how did he get past Mr. Snooty Doorman? Yeah, where's it? Uh, did he have an invitation? Who are you asking? Did he have to go through the Are you asking the game master? No, I'm, just, I'm just asking in general. <laughs> yeah. I'm commenting well, off of We'll just have to role play to find that one. I'm like, did you, did oh. you hear a mid-Atlantic accent there? <laughs> oh, fair enough. Hey, uh... You good? You talking Hungry? to the man? Yeah. Nah, you never know when you're going to need food, man. I, Keep yeah. stuffing stuff in there. That I mean, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's a fair uh, response. Now he turns to you and looks you in the eye and shakes, goes to shake your hand. Dirty hand, torn glove. Uh, I look at my hand that's clean mm-hmm. and not <laughs> with a, you know. Um, I look at my hand. I wave clean. at him instead like, it's okay. Um... Are you like what's what's are you homeless? Are you okay? Do you need So he has deep blue eyes and an obvious intelligence behind him. I mean, you can tell this is a very smart person. Is this a trick? <laughs> Wait a minute. He says you should never it's not enemy. You should never judge a book by its cover, young man. I'm I'm not Michael Azeroth, if I'm not, not mistaken. Okay, that's not fair. I don't know you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But See? I know you. It's my job to know everything. Oh, okay. Well what's his name then? Morgan Butts. Oh man, you oh he was formerly of the hundred and fourteenth cavalry. Fought in World War Great against, War. In the Great War. What are the winning lottery numbers? Your entire platoon, if I'm not mistaken, was killed in the Battle of Hump. So you're welcome to roll an intelligence check or education check if the three of you would like. Alright. You two can roll it as well. I'm at least gonna this try to suss this guy out. I'm I got below I made it. the smallest one. You got, got ooh, it. okay. Yeah, I got, got uh, I got the below the medium one. Alright. So you actually recognize that this could be the infamous Peter Trashcan Waltz. He's one of the greatest undercover agents of the Watchers that we've ever had. Hmm. The problem is, is he never breaks character. Oh, man. He once spent two years pretending to be a black man and fooling most people. How? Brace your dollars off. Robert Downey Jr. Is this a Tropic Thunder situation? Playing a dude disguised as another dude. (laughs) Not quite that, but... (laughs) uh, His hair is long and unkempt. As you've noticed, he meanders around the room pocketing silverware and pieces of food. I to admire his dedication to the yeah. role, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I, I know a guy who can get you a top dollar for that, by the way. He keeps sneaking quick pulls from a small flask that he tucks into his jacket. <laughs> I smell liquor. 
<laughs> he just sniffed it out around. like a bloodhound. Yes, but particular liquor. Old good liquor. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet nectar. <laughs> not that new bloodhound for alcohol. That's going to come in useful. <laughs> That's going to be real useful later on. I'm not even going to lie. By the way, prohibition is in oh, effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say. So, like, that's why my un- flask is empty. <laughs> <laughs> Understand that, yes, alcohol is still out there, but it's hard to get. Kind of. And, and if you have money and means, of course. It's okay. I'm some. planning to be an ordained priest. I'm going to get some of that sacramental wine. <laughs> get it in good All right. with Jesus. So he, uh, he turns away, mumbling to himself like a crazy man. You, Sidney, since you rolled so well, also know that there were rumors that he got too deep into a case and it permanently changed him. Where he was once a brilliant method actor, the acting part is pretty much gone. He, he, he's, there's rumors he lives on the street, can't abide by being in a building too long, has acute paranoia. So, But he wanders off mumbling to himself, passing by a table and casually swiping a fork. Found a way to get him his invitation. Hmm? Interesting. Interesting. More than likely, he just ducked the guards and snuck mm-hmm. in. But uh, when people recognize him and How don't really do anything about it. Well, I mean, if he's as smart as they say he is, of course he'd know. Like, if that's his entire job is to gather information. Mm-hmm. Probably knows every event that's going to happen at this place before they know it. It's like, ah, oh, we'll be there for the Christmas party at this location. They're like, what? We didn't even decide it there yet, but it's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who else of note is here. Oh, what you asked. So you guys see several notable people wandering around the room. So you see a beautiful woman on the arm of a very handsome, rugged man. It's a very handsome, rugged man Indeed. attached to that beautiful woman. Oh, it thank is. you. I mean, Get like, out of here, Morgan. Why? Get out of my way. <laughs> Get out of my way. You either find some liquor or stop so obstructing you, my view of Venus. I got you, a bottle right here. Give it. The woman you referred to as Venus is actually Marilyn Kincaid. Ooh, that look like Marilyn She's Kincaid's a, fine ass. <laughs> a tall, raven-haired woman with beautiful ice-blue eyes that seem to peer into your soul. Mm, and I got plenty of soul, even though that genre hasn't been invented yet. She moves with a dancer's <laughs> grace and poise, but maintains a watchful gaze of her surroundings. She's she known for her keen eye in identifying cursed artifacts, oh. art pieces, and has a genius-level intellect to complement her killer instinct. Who's the scrub she's attached to? Even better. <laughs> By the way, her red dress cuts perfectly to her willowy form and almost scandalously high at the thigh. Oh, I noticed. The man is Arthur Kincaid. He's built broad at the shoulder, tapering down to a narrow waist in a V-shape. His face is rugged and he appears to have a shadow of a beard, though he is obviously fresh-shaven. His perfect teeth gleam as he smiles in a charming and lopsided way. His eyes are the green of a midsummer glen in the forest, and his voice is a deep, resonant baritone. Not like mine. He's a stalwart explorer and has braved many a lost tomb in search of items that would bring danger to mankind in the wrong hands. His dark hair is styled in a roguish fashion, and he wears a tailored suit that fits him perfectly. So you see another man... He is a dark and swarthy complexion, the black skin of an African, and the piercing or piercing brown eyes so dark they appear to be black. 
Right. You know him as Uni Malik. My brother. <laughs> now his predatory gaze sweeps the room constantly, never lingering in one place too long and drinking in every moment. Few dare to approach this man as he is rumored to have killed every type of dangerous beast on earth and some that may not have been from our world. Little else is known about this mysterious man and the few who are courageous or foolish enough to ask. And few are. He keeps his hair trimmed short and wears no beard. I walk right up to him to give him a, a gigantic handshake from one tough guy to another. He looks at you and instantly dismisses you. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. All right. I don't think any. I don't think he's gonna give anyone the type of uh, the time of day. Yeah, I. Right. You gotta make him laugh. Oh no. no! Oh, actually, yeah. Azeroth, go do it. Go. Well, now that you're egging me on, I don't want to Dude, do it anymore. Maybe you, you should both him? make him laugh. What yeah, if? What if? You go over there, you make him laugh, and he joins our team. We'd be unstoppable. I can just ask him to join his, our team, and he'll probably laugh. Make him <laughs> laugh. No, 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 no. Go, go do it. it it's going to be amazing. Only if you hey, go with me. Hey, hey, I, I no, don't want to be the only one. I'm going to cramp your style. Morgan, um, you go in there and back him up. No. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> this guy has killed every beast on the planet and some off the planet. Yeah, and I'm trying to add one more to it. Hey, Azeroth, why don't you... <laughs> Just, he beat a lion in space or something. <laughs> he beat a lion in space. He punched a space hippo and a moon cricket. <laughs> That's not exactly what I was implying, but he, sure, whatever. He Let the rumors spread. Googly moogly. <laughs> How many of you people you know got a trophy of a goggle in their house? <laughs> punched a space lion so hard it became a hippogriff. Yes. Yeah. He hit, anti, he hit matter so hard it became antimatter. That's right. <laughs> now go over there and make that motherfucker part of our team. Know, come on. Come on, Azeroth. Make him laugh, Azeroth. And Morgan. Sorry. No, 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 no. Just just him. Just me? Yeah, do it. It's so You good. are the charm and brains of our entire operation. If anyone was going to do it, it's going to be you. That really hurt you saying that, didn't it? Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you know I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mess with the Damn space it. puncher <laughs> guy. <Guys, laughs> <all right. laughs> I take it you're all back at the table. Yeah, I sit down in in quiet shame. <laughs> you know, a dignity that I show outwardly. You wanna? Yes, want, please. All right. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> Thank you, Morgan. Yeah. This is why we're friends. Exactly. Like I said, you're the only one who can tolerate me. Yeah. I'm trying to work on Gertie, though. I think I'm winning. Slowly. I tip my hat to Gertie. Gertie, you feel a presence behind you. But not in the physical sense. Oh. Okay. Is it, is it disgust? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, not at I all. Guess I'm... It's warm and inviting. It's Andromane, isn't it? No, it's not Andermain. Stop it. We're just waiting for Andermain. <laughs> we're waiting for the shoe to drop and we're like, ugh, yeah, it's Andermain. It's a warm and inviting presence behind me? For those of you who are on the other side of the table, you see a beautiful dark-skinned woman from the east. India. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, she's dressed in uh, the red and gold silks of her home country. She appears aloof. But you can tell she's always paying attention to the conversations around her. Right now, she's standing right behind you. Oh. Well, 
Gertie turns around. All right. You see a beautiful woman, as I said. Uh, her dark hair is long and thick and freaking perfect. Oh, I hate those people. <laughs> so it hangs below her thighs <laughs> with dark golden <laughs> rings braided into it. Looking her up and down, you can tell she's wearing sandals and several golden bracelets on each wrist with gemstones embedded in each. And I didn't hear her jingling all the way? Oh, no. Now, roll your... Uh, roll your um, you can roll, actually, either intelligence or a mystic, if you'd like. I got a hundred. Oh. You notice nothing. I didn't even notice her. <laughs> she <laughs> I mean, wasn't fair, even there. Right? She just appeared. Well, you got, the rest of you guys can roll an intelligence check, if you'd like. Uh, wow. So you've heard a rumor, actually more than a rumor, it comes from a very credible source. You grew up in India, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. So you actually roll a luck check. Why don't I gotta roll another one? I got a three. No, no, you got the intelligence check. Roll a luck check. <laughs> That's not good. It has to be under my number? Yes. Over here? I did not get that. I got an 82 out of a 71. But can I use a luck to make it? (laughs) (laughs) An 82 out of 71? I won't charge you for it. I'll give it to you. No, wow. Go ahead and use it. Well, you can get luck back, right? So, yeah, go ahead. Also, uh, you can burn, in this game, you can burn luck. So you can use points and then get it back. Okay. So, you you know this woman. Your father, in his duties Mm -hmm. as an emissary... (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> he laughed too. <laughs> Damn, you broke him under the butt. <laughs> so your father and his duties has crossed paths with this woman many times. Growing up, you uh, you actually thought she was possibly a family member or at least someone your parents knew intimately. So you recognize her and know her. Okay. Her name is Sarah Patel. Thank you. If only I had a name. <laughs> so also you know... It is rumored, but it's actually more than a rumor. It's probably true on this. Uh, that in the gemstones in her bracelets, each of them contains the soul of a djinn. Ooh. That she can oh. call forth to do her bidding when in, when in need. Everyone else gets all the good stuff. We get... I got a doctor with a stick over here. They don't even serve okay. gin at this damn party. Uh, <laughs> I go up to Sarah <laughs> oh, and God uh, damn it, greet got her it. and say hello and she greets you as an old friend and though it's very unbecoming of her a woman of her station she gives you a hug it's like my dear Sydney how are you it's been so long and how have you grown oh, well, thank you I give her a hug back by the way she doesn't look a day older well, of course not she's saw. always beautiful you don't even need to say that age don't age you got damn yeah. right <laughs> and I ask her what she's doing and how she's like what she's doing here and I bring her over to introduce her to everybody oh man she politely greets each of you and she explains that she is here for the party she's been working for the society for years mostly in the Middle East and the Eastern European countries Southern East European countries she does a lot of work in the area um and she was very surprised to see you are also working. I'm perplexed as to how you became involved with the society. I just bumbled into it and made friends, and I'm basically just here to help as a background. I must warn you, there is a terrible man who works out of this area. His name is Darren Andermain. 
I think mm. everybody knows him, and He's, everybody is, agrees with you on that assessment. I've only heard of him. I believe there could be good in him, but for the life of me, dear, I just don't know where. Don't go looking either. He will welcome that. He's a... It's optimistic of you. He hit on me once when mm. our paths crossed. The audacity. In Germany, just after the war. It was terrible. I don't know why he would even consider speaking to someone of my ability. I pretended not to speak English. <laughs> it's wise. Very smart. Sadly, it didn't deter him. I was going to say, I don't, I don't think that would deter him. I think his words were freaky. I don't know. But either way, simply lovely to meet you all. You are Dr. Azeroth, I hear. Yeah, yeah, sorry, my mouth is Enjoying the hors d'oeuvres? Yeah, very much so, yes. So, I, uh, hi, I'm Dr. Azeroth. Yes, I, I've just said that. Beautiful gemstones you have. I just yes. Complimenting. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know if that's... I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to continue eating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for uh associate over there. He doesn't know how to talk to women. I do? <laughs> <laughs> I think he did quite well, Mr... Uh, Butts. Butts. Yes. I thought it was butts. Oh. It's butts. It's butts. But. <laughs> he tries. The, the original pronunciation of back when our family was from Europe, it was butts, but when we came over here, they changed it to butts. Hmm. One of those. Oh, very good. American, Americanizing your name, eh? Uh, yeah. Many, many people do that when they come here. It helps them to assimilate. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you are... I'm Duke. Duke Knuckles. You interrupted me, Mr. Knuckles. I was going to say you are lost. (laughs) Oh, Oh, lady, I I have the utmost respect for your your commitment to thoroughness, but don't make me bust out the knuckle dusters, because I'll never... I mean your soul. Oh, oh, right, right, right. You are in great conflict and turmoil. Well, yeah, You are changing from what you were to what you must become. What are you going to become? As this freaking lady... Saying motherfucker? Some sort of butterfly, I imagine. Yeah, I love butterflies. Float like one, sting like a bee, and you have a winning recipe for boxing, apparently. Somebody need to teach the champion that one day. (laughs) (laughs) Teach the champion that one day. Sarah's very knowledgeable. She always speaks about only the most highly like complimentary things to people. Well, my apologies, Miss Dark Raven Haired Beauty with the beautiful gemstones. I have a short temper and a big mouth. But I do have my manners where my gentlemanliness needs to be placed. So you were apologizing just now? Best of my ability. Very good. If he won't <laughs> apologize directly, I will, Miss Patel. She apologizes on my behalf. I apologize on behalf of all of the <clears throat> gentlemen at our table. What do I do? You suck. <laughs> Did she say you suck? Or you sir? You suck. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> there is no apology necessary from you, Miss Lane. Except for one. You have not offered to walk with me and talk. Well, I suppose we could remedy that now. Yes, I could use a drink, as it were. Well, mm. I believe they do have punch at the table. Well, punch. So she walks over to the table. And you you're with her? Yes. And she she doesn't walk per se. She glides. 
She's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> she's Morticia Adaming yes. this thing. She just glides. It's just. It is. Her walk is so graceful. It's like she's freaking floating. Mm. I'm attracted to how intimidated I am by her. <laughs> Mark me down as scared and horny. She <laughs> <laughs> says, uh, "You travel with interesting friends." Friends, mm. yes. None of them have your gift. No. Um, I've <sighs> had to be the one to work with that gift in the group. Interesting. I've seen troubling signs. Mm. Have you have you scried anything of a nature? I have, but unfortunately, most of what I have been scrying has been rather vague. Mm. More so than usual. Yes. I feel that many of us with, uh, let's say, the sight mm. are being hampered. You believe that something or someone is getting in the way of our sight? Possibly. I am in contact with most of the members of the society who have the gift. Mm. And... Unfortunately, they all report that they feel blocked. Mm. Things are blurry where they were clear. Roll a... Roll a power check, if you'd like. Okay, I got that. I got that under the, um, the hard level. Okay. The the small the lowest one? Not the lowest one, not the mm-hmm. extreme. Okay. The hard, okay. Uh, you feel a drastic change. Uh, the best way you could describe it is a, a, a sudden drop in the temperature. Oh. But your physical body knows that the temperature of the room is still the same. Oh. Those internal shiver things. <laughs> she stops shiver. talking mid sentence. Did you feel that? Yes. No. Are you with them? Yeah. Do I have a punch not, table with us? I am not going to stay with all the men. Are you okay. kidding me? Actually, I would not care, actually. Actually, you may even be able to feel it. You can roll a... Uh... No, I just went over because, okay. you know, I know Sarah. And... Yeah. Yeah. If she Ms. says Pitt's that. Name. She says to you, Gertie, nope. I want you to look out for dear Sydney here. And Sydney. I yes. don't suppose you still carry guns with you everywhere you go. <laughs> um, a lady never tells. Yes. Look out for everyone else. Of course. Your friends seem well-meaning enough, if a little incompetent. Yeah. She turns and she says, Now I must go make my rounds of the room. Keep an eye open tonight. Something does not feel right. Thank you, Sarah. Have a good evening. She bows to you both with her hands in front of her and walks away. And you hear from the front, announcing balls. Um, (laughs) Balls who? Sir... Darren Andermain. Right. Uh, 
did any hide. It's just a collective groan. It's from the, it's from the room. There are powers and numbers. Don't like, leave my side. Yeah, there was just a collective groan. Like I said, everyone just stops what they're doing and just like, <sighs> you guys been talking crap about this dude all day, all night. How bad could he be? You I look at him. You're, gonna you're about to him. find out. Yeah, I take one look at him. His suit is frumpy. It actually kind of makes you irritable or even angry. Just. Oh, looking at him. Got a punchable face. Yeah. All right. Well, I got knuckle dusters. I'm gonna go hit him in the chin. If y'all would, you know, would would everybody be all right with that? I, I wouldn't I, recommend it. I wouldn't even touch him. Not with a ten and a half foot. Yeah, I would. You get the idea. If you hit him, something slimy might rub off. Oh, oh. well. Yeah. I ain't. I ain't gonna polish the, the slime off my knuckle dusters yeah, off just, this fluffy suited some bitch. But he wears Keep. a trench coat and slacks and. A white shirt. He also has a, a nice suit jacket underneath and what looks like a vague attempt at tying a bow tie. It's the 1920s. Uh, we all dress like that. He also has, dressed like Doctor Who on a bad day. <laughs> Doctor Who? Exactly. He also has, you know, a fedora and waltzes in smoking a cigarette. Walks right up to your guys' table. But And then... Beautiful. Hello. Black guy. What? Yeah. Doctor. Yes, yeah, at least he calls me doctor. I will give credit where it's due. You're, uh, you bought and paid for that doctor. I didn't Damn buy, it. I went you to earned it, in my opinion. I, I, Who cares that you cheated through every class you were I in? Didn't cheat. Don't operate on me. Michael, you know it's just it go. Takes another hit. No, no. I'm afraid there you are must, no seats left at this table. There's four. I can count them. Mm. You must and be Duke Knuckles, the new assignment. Yeah, I'm Duke Knuckles, and you must be Andamane, the I asshole am the no team one likes. Leader. That's right. That's what you were gonna say, right? That's right. Oh, he's insufferable. He walks over and literally picks up a piece of food off of uh, the doctor's plate as he goes by. Can you like oh. not for five seconds? Hey, they're gonna hey, serve everybody? dinner soon. Uh, and you can call me a lot of things, but never call me late for dinner. He sits right next to you. Oh. Who is the you in that statement? <laughs> Between the two of you. Hello. Oh. Sydney. Oh, Sydney and uh, Duke Knuckles. Hello, Andamane. I've heard so much about you. I scoot closer to Gertie. <laughs> he, like, casually slides his chair over a couple minutes <laughs> and get closer. Sydney, <laughs> oh. would you like to sit on the other side of me? Between myself that's, that's and Mr. Butts. Butts is. I, could not, I could not subject you to this. You uh, know what? We can switch no. seats. We can switch seats. You're always so gallant, Michael. Maybe he is a doctor. I am a doctor. Oh, like, I have seats. my medical license. Oh, Michael so you guys hear it. Ting, 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 ting on the glass. Yep. Up at the front table, one of the walrus mustachioed men. Walrus man number three. It's totally his name. Uh, As you guys recognize him as uh, Bartholomew P. Wendy Britches. Oh, hey. Been waiting for him. (laughs) Hands up. (laughs) Please, everyone, to your seats. To your seats. We'll be serving the uh, entrees very soon. Um, I think we're starting with something very fancy a salad and soups or something. It sounds fancy. Shut up. Sorry. Who said that? Andermain, was that your table? Yeah. Shut up! (laughs) It's, by the way, completely quiet now. Yes. (laughs) Not to embarrass the hell out of your table. I mean, Michael is completely red now. 
I'd like to say a few words. Uh, first of all, thank you all for coming. Some of you have come from great distances. Uh, India, and he points to Sarah Patel, and he goes, uh, we've pulled, we've pulled uh, uh, the Kincaids from Egypt. And one guy, yeah, we were in a tomb. It was amazing. I'll tell you guys all about it. First of all, he's like, please, 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 Arthur, just a few more minutes. He says, uh, what was there? Doesn't even point out the the trash can waltz, okay? Yeah, Uni Malik from the shores of South Africa. And, and like Clapter. Sir. And of course, uh, Harimoto Yassi. Harimoto. <laughs> from, from his home in China, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> the caucasity. <laughs> the <Cassidy>. Very <laughs> good. But uh, thank you all for coming and, and for all you do out there. I won't stand here and preach on to you. As he's talking, there are waiters bringing out food, setting down trays. Ain't this a bitch. All the waiters is black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, sir. This is a fine establishment. We employ Irishmen. Oh, hey. <laughs> Black white guys. <laughs> <laughs> Indentured slavitude. <laughs> Indentured slavitude. What up, my red hair brother? I'm glad at least some of the Irish are getting work. <laughs> yeah, some of them. They freshen up drinks, and there are bottles that are clear, or I'm sorry, uh, of a dark tint, labeled with the word water. It is huh. not water. <laughs> huh. <laughs> While they were setting down your table, you notice Andermain is actually like a foot off of his, sitting almost arm to arm with Sidney. Mm-hmm. So, um... Are you certain you don't want to come and sit on my other side? That's, that's what Perhaps I'm Perhaps between myself and I, Mr. Butts? You're so sweet. I've already switched seats with Michael, and as you can see, that did nothing to deter him. <laughs> mm. So... I am just going you to just continue to ignore him. <laughs> just, none of you noticed. Andermain. <laughs> You better keep your hands to yourself. He says, not a problem, but I can't control my eyes. As he's literally staring down your shirt, or your uh, blouse of your dress. Yes, the blouse of your dress. Yes. That's a thing, right? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> now the, that I said it is. It's the dress of your blouse. There you go. <laughs> oh, before I continue looking down your I shirt. Mean, it's not like super low, yeah. so. Should I, um, should I even ask, do you have a gun on you? Do you need to ask? Okay. I'm going to go sit back in my regular seat for obvious health reasons. Thank you. I was really not wanting to make a scene. We'll save that for later, huh? Gertie, can I come sit next to you? Of course. So you move between her and Morgan? Yeah. Wait, so I'm still in her original Totally spot, right? cock-blocking yeah. Morgan there. That's what I'm doing. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're making me literally pick up my own plate and move. That's kind of rude. I'm right? already eating, oh, right? I did, Women. I did scooch an intro, too. So inconsiderate. Okay, Not only well. that, you're so kind, Morgan, for giving up your seat for a lady in distress. Such a gentleman. She, like, kicks him out of seat. Too. Yes. That's the greatest part. <laughs> Progressive. Oh, Gertie was no, full I on, like, pushing his chair over with her shoe. Him. 
Definitely. I'm surprised you didn't just tap him with the, the barrel, the butt, of, yeah, the barrel of your gun. Well, that was next. I'm sure that Would was next. I, I like Morgan, kind of. So, okay, you know. okay, I gotta ask a question. What did I do? Because apparently, <laughs> I, someone had to apologize for me. I'm just sitting here minding my own beeswax. Actually, for once, he kind of is. Yeah. Oh, what kind of is? Thank you for observation, Professor. It's, it's the for once part of that statement that is the most important, Mr. Butts. But it still counts. Are we all talking as, like, everyone else is quiet, by the way? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I assume that since food has arrived, there's, like, you know, people eating sounds, but... There, there's slight noises. In, We're in collectively chatter, that but... one family member that no one wants to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to invite. But you have yeah. to invite. There are, like, tables, like, just Har- staring Har- at Harimoto's yeah. sitting there. He's gingerly cutting his food and eating it up. That family member, by the way, is called a drunkle. A drunkle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you love him. You gotta invite him, but lord, do you regret it every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me, I'm a drunkle. Anyway, <laughs> okay, let's continue with the story. Now that we've all sat down in right. other places, so they bring courses after courses. It's it's a it's a uh, seven course meal. Ah, oh, dining a la Edwardians. Yeah, they bring uh, you know uh, chicken, steak. There's a fish plate. Sounds like second breakfast. Mm. Sorry. Or eleven. So by the time the, by the time dessert's rolling around, right, most of you are rolling around in your seats. It's a, it was a lot of very very good food. Now, even if you only sampled a little from each plate, you feel like you're straining your belt buckles at this point or suspender straps. Um, the beautiful couple, the Kincaids after eating, have walked around the room making pleasantries at each table for all the world looking like a newlywed couple visiting their guests. I don't like them already. Oh yeah, I don't trust these guys. So as they approach your table, they stop. They accidentally walk up behind Andermain and you see them shift and walk in to be on the other side of the doctor. <laughs> Sounds about right. Like Bad behind choices. me? No, they're just... Like standing next okay, to you, next right? To me. Okay. Well, hello, table seven, says uh, Maryland. Mr. and Mrs. Kincaid, how lovely to see you. Oh, the pleasure is all ours, dear. We've heard interesting things about the Massachusetts-based group, is that correct? Mm, yep. That would be us. You hear a slight Eastern European accent? Doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just like interesting things, huh? So what have you heard? Oh, just some of the exploits you've gotten into. I heard you once raided a tomb in Egypt and destroyed a being of infinite power, supposedly. Yes, the Egypt section wasn't pulling their own weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was a that Frankly, was Tuesday, I'm wasn't it? Surprised that you didn't bake it there before we did. Yeah. Oh. oh, I guess that would be the more diplomatic way to say that. that kind of conversation. Uh-huh. Just have to clarify, we didn't kill any interdimensional god or whatever you guys are saying. We were trapped in a tomb, in an Egyptian tomb, and we all collectively hallucinate. It was a hallucination, just so we're clear. Like, I, I and weren't have... you just bragging about being in a tomb, by the way? Uh, I need to apologize for our friend, Michael Azeroth. As you can see, he's an idiot. I'm not an idiot, he just I, I, you guys think ghosts exist, and ghosts and monsters and gods 
that I, see it doesn't make any logical sense to me. I it just I'm sorry. Arthur Kincaid says, well, "The kid's got a point." I haven't seen a lot of things that I can't explain away with a good, healthy dose of reality. Thank Science. you. Monsters like is just as likely to be a guy in the suit. You put a bullet in each of them and they die. Amen. I got a question. Did you actually uh, find a guy in the suit doing that? Why the hell would I look twice at them once they're dead? The, the, the lizard people. Those those were probably guys in suits. We killed like four of them, right? We literally looked at the bodies. They were mutated then? Yes. They were still people in skin suits? No. And you, you're Those somewhat of a person Mary by the looks combinations of nature. What an interesting sea level group, do you? They, oh, whoa, they have, whoa, Okay, whoa, now that's too cool. far. Okay, Wait, I was going along with your whole, like, I like you guys because you're, you know, the reality checkers, but don't call us like that it sounds demeaning and I'm pretty sure you meant it like that in a passive aggressive way and I don't appreciate that wow well, Michael doctor. I hope you have a wonderful evening Mr. and Mrs. Kincaid I see what you're talking about oh, Kincaid I love his humor everyone oh, laughs I get it yeah, yeah. puns yes they're yeah. awesome yeah, the they're humor like, of the uneducated that's, surprising mm, I will get it <laughs> it's been wonderful you all uh, seem to have taken after your Leader? Don't, don't. I wouldn't really call myself a leader, but... You're not, not the leader, that's you. why, Morgan. <laughs> Arthur says, Andermain, it's oh. been too short. Let's never see each other again, huh? And he walks off. I forgot Andermain technically counts as... He is the leader. He's our handler, yes. No. He's uh, I don't... Nobody yeah. respects it, but... No. Andermain takes a drag of his cigarette and a, swip of a swig of a flask in his pocket... You notice he could reach into pretty much any pocket pocket and pull out a flask of something. Hmm. I'm stealing into man's jacket before this is over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he takes a drag. Mm, I gotta get that jacket. I hate those two. They're good at what they do. They're freaking arrogant. I hate to say it, but I actually agree with you. I disagree. Same. Hmm? I said I disagree. I mean, we had to go to Egypt to handle their tomb thing, so I'm just saying. Maybe they're not as good as what they do as we thought. Wait, were we they the ones we had to take care of? Zoom thing for? No. I thought that was someone else. Yeah. Isn't there section Egypt? Yeah. Well, no. That they operate out of it, but they're it's not necessarily a section. Um, well then. They're no longer part of a formal team. As a matter of fact, their team has been scattered around the room. Hmm. Ah. For some unknown reason. Is it Wait. all the greats? Huh. Oh yeah. They were part of one. They were one of the best teams to function. They were. But then they had a falling out. Mm-hmm. Is it because Andermain became a part of their team and then they had to eject him out? Andermain was not a part of their the team. team. Are you sure? Why oh, do we sure. always assume everything is Andermain? I mean, it it's just the natural fallback. To I mean, honest. fair. Yeah, y'all do him like the pup named Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it was Red Herring. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so the night wears on. There is a dinner, wraps up, dessert, dancing... No, uh, you guys doing anything in particular? And where are you positioned about the room? I'm dancing very well. Okay. With anybody in particular? No. Definitely not in your room. Well, that's a shame. I guess I'm eating. Very well trained. Huh? I'm eating. Okay, well. There is coffee and some, you know, light desserts or light after dinner. I'm sipping coffee, but I'm strolling around the room, basically patrolling, waiting for some shit to pop off. Okay. Gertie's against a wall somewhere smoking. 
In one of the alcoves upstairs or downstairs? Mm, probably downstairs, just people watching. Okay. I'm I'm eating and reading a book. Ah, fitting. Actually, Nerd. I'm reading... No, it's a new medical journal, actually. Um, How to keep your patients alive? Shut up. Wow. <laughs> is it really? I mean, that's what anything. a medical journal is, though. I'm dancing with Michael. <laughs> with Michael? Against his will. Against his will? As he's trying to read it. over your shoulder? <laughs> I'd be hilarious. Oh, that's really it's difficult I to do the Charleston and read a book at the same time. Not if you're a really, really good dancer. Your isolation will have to be on point. All right. Oh, Y'all can see this move. So, uh, <laughs> as you're dancing, Sidney, a tap on your shoulder. I turn and look. He's a dark-skinned man. The one who mostly sat in the corner. Is it but the, the one with the cool name? Yes. The Space Fighter? Oh, okay. What is his name again? Space Uni Malik. <laughs> space Fighter. Mr. Malik. Are you guys actually dancing together? I, I'm kind of, uh, yeah, I'm like... You were I'm out there on the floor with her, right? Reading, as, yeah. As if you don't mind, I would like to dance with the lady. Oh, of, of course, sir. Yes. Now go have a seat at your table. I'm, I'm not doing that because you told me to, but I have an over... I'm just going to sit at the table, yeah. Of I'm, course. Yeah. Hey, Professor. You, you try it. No, no, no. I you know are, better. You guys are nowhere near the dance floor. Yeah. You just <laughs> see him get dismissed. Yeah, I just see him get dismissed. I'm like, smooth. Right. I, I, just, I, I just hope that Morgan didn't see I saw of that. <laughs> I saw all of it. I'm talking to you about it right now. I can hear... Yeah. <laughs> smooth. He yells across no. the dance floor. I hear you are a marksman woman. You can I say marksman. Your language is confusing. Yes. You hear correctly. Is it true you once killed a undead creature? No. By shooting it seven times in the chest? No. Good. That's a waste of bullets. Yes, it was once. Very good. So he dances around with you, making small talk. He's actually quite charming. But you could tell why people are intimidated by him, because he is scary. He's a very intense <laughs> demeanor. And you can you can see just by from a few seconds of him, he doesn't brook shit from anyone. He says, I understand Arthur and Maryland came to your table. Yes, yes, they did. They parade around like a couple of peacocks. Somebody else had a very similar sentiment earlier in the evening. Yes. Despite that, they are good at what they do. Useful. What exactly is it that they do? I think you're aware of the stories. They grave rob, in most cases. Funnily enough, I think only one in five of the artifacts that they find ever make it to the society. Hmm. Those are some uh, hefty accusations there. Mr. whose name I can never remember. Uni Malik. Malik. Mr. Malik. Accusations are not baseless. Either way, I will not fault an old friend for it keeping their share of spoils. Okay. I just wanted to meet the 
rising star Sidney Posh once before I leave this country. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you, Mr. Malik. Should you ever find yourself in South Africa, please drop me a line. I do quite often. And with that, he steps away from the dance floor and returns to his corner of the room. What the hell was that? I come back to the table and acknowledge Duke's comment. Say, I don't know. How come he talked to you and wouldn't say shit to me? Well, probably because nobody knows who you are quite yet. That's how you get to know a stranger. Talk to him. I'm quite intrigued as to how you got your invitation, Duke. (laughs) I'm Duke goddamn Knuckles. I go where I please. You can't really argue with that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, which part? That he's... That I'm Duke goddamn Knuckles and I go where I please. Very interesting. Duke, I, I wonder if you're only insulted because you assume there should be a familiarity between the two of you. Well, I do think he should recognize a few similarities between us. Right. But if he don't, maybe he's just one of them brothers. Brothers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, so we, we talk different in South Philly. Mm-hmm. He probably approached Sydney because she is also a big game hunter. I got big game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Roll a spot hidden. So Azeroth is so absorbed in his book, he's oblivious to the world around you. Knuckles? Oh, I did. I did not make it. I rolled a 42. Yeah, you're still going on. You're, you're still bristly and absorbed in the thought that the only other black man in attendance who isn't wearing a waiter's outfit should be. didn't even acknowledge you. Yeah, we got to be crew. We got to stay together, and he's out here hating. But to be fair, he was dancing with a hot white chick. Yeah, yeah, get your money, brother. <laughs> I see how it is. So, uh, two of you notice it looks like, though, just a few minutes ago, people were kind of scattered about and wandering aimlessly and retreating to alcove, so there were less people in the room. Some even went home. Now it seems like there's more. More people that weren't here earlier? Yes. You notice, in addition to it being more people, that... They're all dressed similarly, and some of them stink. Literally smell? Like rotten flesh left in the sun for days. Damn it. I go over and find Gertie. Gertie, do you notice all these people that... There seems to be a lot more people than earlier, and a lot of people that weren't here earlier, and the smell. Do you notice that? You don't notice the smell. I don't? No, you didn't roll high enough. She rolled a perfect. She rolled a one. An 11 doesn't notice a smell? No. Just trust me. I was going to ask her if she... Well, anyway. If you... Yeah. I mean, if you... If you're bringing it to her attention, you tell her what I told you? Yeah. 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 Because I was going to ask, do you know of any... With all of your occult knowledge, do you know of any... There we go. Any being that would smell like a dead body but still be able to be animated and walk around? Let's find out. Yes, I do. Mm. What do I know? (laughs) (laughs) You know, though, there are multiple types of creatures that could possibly either be reanimated corpses or some sort of... I don't get the corpse vibe. Charnel feeder. A what a who feeder? Uh, You know, there is one in particular that is known to dwell in tunnels underneath cities. It's a ghoul. I think they're ghouls. 
Like, we're surrounded by a bunch of ghouls right now? If they smell of dead flesh, then, um... Oh, they definitely smell. Oh, yes. Well, um, it would seem that, um, that's what we're dealing with. My understanding is that they're rather dangerous. So, if anything, I would say we would need to probably get out the society members out as quickly as possible. We're that, society members, does that well, mean us? Yes. But everyone else as well. All right, well, you go warn that part of the room. I'll go warn this part. Divide and conquer, I like it. All right. So as you guys mill about, I'm assuming not drawing attention to yourselves. Trying not to. Okay. Uh, Morgan, are you? where are you, at the table? Yeah, I was just eating. Okay, so then you're not doing anything? I mean, I noticed the... I mean, I just noticed there are more people in here. Okay. Just, I mean... Is there any reason why Morgan would be suspicious of the more people? Not Never. enough to get up. Not enough to get up. All right, so I'm just Duke. eating and drinking. I've got bottles of alcohol with me, and I'm eating food. And peering around mistrustfully. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I'm just like, Ugh. And what are you doing? I am noticing the more people wondering if I'm if I'm just imagining things, because, you know, that's where my skepticism lies. Like, oh. I see oh. some freaky shit, but I don't always believe it. Maybe I'm just tripping. I want you to roll a spot hidden again, and then an right. intelligence roll. And that's a huge no. For your spot hidden? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one moment. What dice are you rolling? I think you've gotten no on every single damn check yeah, no. you did roll today. That's we all. Need to, we need to give you different dice. I, I know. You Here. want some different dice? Do you we want need to go to dice jail. Wait a minute. Mm. Okay, cool. These are immediately better. That was an 18. So all right. Saying? On your intelligence? Yes. Okay. Cool. So looking around the room, you recognize a couple of these people. There's mm. Muggsy Two Guns. Oh, shit. <laughs> there's Tony. There's Fat Tony. There's Slim Tony. There's Antony. Oh, God. That's me- that's regular-sized Tony. He's the worst. Yeah. He has no discernible features outside of his name. It's the worst Tony. I used to hench with some of these cats back in the day. Who are you telling? Just saying it in general. You know, Duke speaks to himself. Yeah. Used to being alone. I used to hitch with some of these fat cat Tonys back in the day. <laughs> Why am I noticing them now? Who are you talking to? I hope someone hears me. That's, that's Andermain. I mean... That's Andermain. Who I mean, are you talking to right now? Uh, you, uh, you can hear me, goddammit. You respond. <laughs> what do you mean you used to hitch with some of these? I think that means he used to work with them. I understand. You know, I mean... Hitch. Some of these... Andermain did not notice him. Yeah, <laughs> I've been telling people who... I'm, I'm oh, not yeah. over by Andermain or any of them yet. Yeah. So as you alert the room, people are more on guard. You all can sense it now. You used to, you used to hench with ghouls? Are these ghouls or are these, ghouls. is that Muggsy and Fat Tony and Skinny Tony and Tall Tony and... One arm, Tony. I don't know. Tony, hey, Tony. I, I got a question. Are these guys dead or alive in your past? <laughs> well, you know, dead to me. Alive. Yeah, but alive in the most general sense. Mm-hmm. Their hearts and blood is still working. Mm-hmm. From the other side of the room, you hear, ladies and gentlemen, please do not panic. You hear, oh. Well, yeah. I hope that snaps my attention. <laughs> yeah. Yo, hmm, hmm, what? Oh. Putting away your scholarly journal. 
Scholarly. <laughs> Scholarly journal. What's going on? There's a, a, a large man in a nice suit. It's the goddamn Tonys. I hate those awards. <laughs> so, uh, he says, I'd like to thank you all for attending this annual gala and dinner. But now, the party is over. And he points the gun to the nearest person, which is one of the men at the front table, and pulls the trigger. Blows his head clean off. Cleared his whole schedule. So we leave our heroes in the ballroom with the shotgun and Professor Plum. Oh, no, wait. Wrong game. (laughs) So, please join us next time in episode two, where we discover... What becomes of our heroes and these terrible tyrants of something with a T? I totally lost track of, of that. terror. That would be terrible terror. Okay, <laughs> fair. Tyrants of terror? Yes. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on Season 2, Episode 2. Yes, sir. Bye. The